Thank you for being a listener of the We Are LA Tech podcast. To support and collaborate with the community, become an MVL Most Valuable Listener. You'll have ad-free episodes and join us on our monthly Zoom calls with other podcast listeners and get to know the community at wearelatech.love. Linked in the show notes. You're never going to be prepared. You're never going to be ready. So just begin because you always think, oh, well, maybe tomorrow I will. or Maybe next year when I have more experience, what have you. You're always going to keep pushing it off and pushing it off. I think you just need to kind of execute and just kind of start. I'm Alex Bloomberg, host of the podcast Startup, and you're listening to We Are LA Tech. My name is Esprit Devora, born and raised L.A., and I created We Are L.A. Tech in 2012 to unify the community. Podcast launched in 2014, continuing to help people find the best talent, to connect with each other, to form awesome relationships. So proud of this show. Enjoy. Today's We Are LA Tech podcast episode shout out goes to Abel Hernandez. Abel Hernandez, thank you so much for engaging with us on the We Are LA Tech Instagram. We appreciate you. Be sure to say hello to Abel Hernandez on Instagram at Abel Product. That's A-B-E-L-P-R-O-D-U-C-T. Tell him you found him via We Are LA Tech. Join thousands of people in L.A. Tech on our We Are L.A. Tech Facebook group where you can discover events, job opportunities, and even housing. Go to wearelatech.com slash community. We'll take you straight there. That's wearelatech.com slash community. Stick around. We'll be right back after a quick word from our sponsors. The best business resource I have is my mentor's private Facebook group. I've never found a community that cares more about one another's success. It inspired me to create the same thing for podcasters. If you're a tech company or startup looking to grow your podcast audience, I created GetPodcastListeners.com, a private group specifically to discover how other podcasters have grown their audiences so we could do the same. Check out GetPodcastListeners.com. That's GetPodcastListeners.com. Today's personal spot is a little tip on some great sites that if you want to delegate some of the administrative tasks off your list or even some portions of your creative projects, these are sites as I wake up with my raspy voice this morning <laughs> that you may really value knowing about. So one you may have heard of is Fiverr. Fiverr is people around the world doing all sorts of projects from music creation to writing to SEO to, I mean, it's endless, the kind of catalog of projects that Fiverr contractors can fulfill. So check out Fiverr and we'll include all the links in the show notes. The next one is Upwork. Upwork is a great site to also find contractors around the world. With Upwork, you can see 
reviews of other people who have worked with them. Another great, great virtual assistant site that I absolutely love is Fancy Hands. Check out fancyhands.com. This is personal assistants based in in the U.S. who do tasks for you in 20-minute increments. It's absolutely amazing. And if you're looking for interns to work with you, there's a great site called Acadium. Acadium is great. It's for marketing interns. Um, You just go to Acadium, you look through a catalog of interns, and you start interviewing the ones that you think would be the best fit for you. I highly suggest always when you're hiring for a project, doing a test project to see the deliverables, like just a small little test project that's paid to see the deliverables each contractor can provide to make sure that you're getting the results that you're looking for. All right, hope that helps, and I'll see you in the next episode. Welcome back to the We Are LA Tech podcast, spotlighting Los Angeles tech companies and talent. So excited for our next guest. Welcome to the show, Mike. Hi. Hi, thanks so much for having me. It's awesome to be here. I'm so excited to have you. So where in LA are you based? I'm on the west side, about like 10 minutes from the beach, which is just awesome. Awesome. Are you from Los Angeles? I'm actually not. I'm from Washington, D.C. originally. All right. So we're going to get into that. But before we do, go ahead and tell us a little bit about who you are and what you do. Sure. So my name is Mike. Again, thanks so much for for having me on the show. I'm the founder of The Consumer VC, which is a podcast and virtual event company where we showcase and highlight um, amazing VCs that focus on investing in the consumer world. So, So whether that's the world of CPG or consumer tech. And also founders of incredible companies uh, to learn kind of the ins and outs of how they were able to fundraise, how they were able to grow. Yeah. And on the investor side, how they were able to invest. So cool. And we'll include Consumer VC in the show notes. I want to switch things up a little bit. Normally, we talk about super LA stuff at the end and we talk about your company right at the beginning. But I kind of just want to dive in for a second. Just LA, best place to eat in LA that you would recommend. Oh, man. So I love kind of like hole in the walls or just, you know, kind of like quick to go bites. And so my favorite is probably Leo's Tacos. It's a uh, taco truck on the corner of La Cienega and Venice. I think they have the absolute best tacos in L.A. I'll be I'll, I'll be honest. I am so excited because I am planning a taco getaway with a friend. So this is perfect. How about activity that is a must anywhere in L.A. that you think we should do? Oh, so I love hiking. Love to hike. Um, one of my one of my favorite hike is hikes is Paseo Myanmar, which is in the Palisades. You drive your car to the top of the street, uh, Paseo, and it's about a three three mile hike and um, out. So about like like I think like five or six um, there and back. The best part about it is when you get to the end, you just just have this stunning view of the ocean, amazing view of LA. It's just like, you really feel like you've kind of earned it, if you know what I mean. It's just great. It's great. So much fun. And if someone were to land in a Los Angeles airport today for the startup community in LA, what would be the first resource you would suggest that they would tap into to be pointed in the right direction? Gosh, that's a really good question. Um, I would say definitely your podcast to kind of understand the ins and outs. 
And I think a couple things also. Dot LA is a great of news course, site. Of course, we yeah. have uh, We Are LA Tech calendar, so you can see all the events going on. Twitter has been amazing for the LA Tech community. So follow hashtag Tech LA, and you could just see all the different people talking about Los Angeles on Twitter. And also, I would say follow the the, the hashtag um, Long LA too. Yes. Right? Good point. Good point. Do you have in mind, this is kind of like, I know you didn't know this question in advance. So it's kind of a stump question, a must follow person in LA that you recommend. I would say like Greg Bettinelli is like a fantastic follow. Mark Sester is an amazing follow. Yeah. Maybe like start with those two. I think Anna Barber is awesome. She was formerly the uh, director of um, Techstars LA. So she, I feel like when you're just caught up with like tech stars you kind of just know everybody if you know what i mean um and so she's just great great resource now she's moved on to be partner m13 which is the largest one of the largest um la venture capital funds also love them as well um so yeah i would say like those three are definitely you know great places to start and where can people find you on twitter you can tweet at me at mike gelb or or follow me um i'll post stuff about uh, technology cpg and uh and uh venture capital and can you spell your handle for everyone? Yeah, it's M-I-K-E-G-E-L-B. Perfect. So let's get into the Consumer VC. What inspired it? Why did you start it? When? Great question. So I was in grad school. I didn't have any VC or finance background. And at the school I went to, I was I was just in town here at a USC. I became really involved in our, um, they have their own venture capital fund where they write a uh, 50k checks in alumni companies. I thought it was just really fascinating and I just really enjoy being part of it. And I was really just interested more so in consumer than like enterprise type of companies because before that I was uh, managing like an Amazon brand. Uh, so I had a bit of a touch point there with um, with consumer. I also worked in the music industry and was was very interested in like fandom and you know how people got interested in um, how to like develop like a fan base and, and 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 kind of that whole part of like an artist progression. But but I kept kind of going back, I guess my my newest curiosity at school was how do you build like a consumer company that's venture backable and that one that could really grow to be, you know, quite large. And so I didn't have a VC network. I started just cold emailing a bunch of investors, kind of pitching them um, saying, hey, you know, because I felt like at the time, um, some of the other podcasts, and there's obviously incredible podcasts out there about VC, but it felt like a lot of things were very geared towards like enterprise SaaS businesses, which makes like total sense because so much more venture dollars goes towards enterprise SaaS than consumer. I felt like consumer was kind of just getting a little bit like lost in the shuffle. And so I started just cold emailing people. Anna Barber was actually one of the people that I cold emailed as well um, as Greg. And I kind of pitched them on this idea of, hey, like you two and also these other the other folks, one of your focuses is consumer. I would love to have you on the show and really talk about your consumer por- portfolio. And um, I got an amazing response from people wanting to come on the show or that that wasn't even a show yet. And then it just kind of like spiraled from there. Uh, from there, I started doing virtual summits. We're now right now planning our fifth virtual summit on future of e-com and future of retail. And so, um, and so, yeah, it's been been really exciting and really fun. And you mentioned that you're not originally from Los Angeles. What brought you to Los Angeles initially? Such a great question. So, what actually brought me out here was originally actually music. So, I came out here, started working at a recording studio in Burbank, and then 
uh, got a job at William Morris Endeavor and started working in their music department for a few years. But yeah, the the actual initial reason that brought me out to LA was actually not because of technology. It was for something completely different. What is your ambition with the consumer VC? Like, where would you like to see it go? How should we think about it? Such a great question. I like to think about consumer VC as if an entrepreneur is interested in fundraising, want to learn more about VC, doesn't really come from a VC background or doesn't really understand you know, that kind of world of what would an investor look for, or even who's out there when it comes to investors. I really want consumer VC is like your kind of first touch point, uh, per se, uh, where you can learn uh, based off of, you know, interviews. Um, first of all, who are the players out there? What do they look for in terms of um, their investment thesis or or even if, or, or even if they don't have a thesis? Uh, but you need to kind of understand of, of the whole venture landscape. So that's all on the entrepreneur side. And then on the ventures, on the actual um, venture side, uh, if you're an investor, you know, wanting to understand much more um, about what venture capital does, or, or maybe if this is like a career interest for you, like, for example, I get like MBAs that reach out to me that say, hey, like this has been helpful as a resource because I've actually been, I've been interviewing with these venture capitalists and I understand a lot more about, you know, maybe how to position myself or understand what's maybe some of their prior investments, how they actually look at the world. And it's been really useful to really understand like the world of venture capital. So those are kind of like the two areas, really like the first touch point, especially for a consumer, kind of like that niche. And then also a way too with the virtual events to be able to connect. Um, we have an event coming up where entrepreneurs and, and VCs uh, come out uh, to be able to connect in the LA area. Talk a little bit more about that. This is going to be our second one because we're obviously in the pandemic. I haven't been able to do any in-person events. This is kind of my first swing of doing um, in-person events. And I know it's still early. You know, a lot of people are obviously still fearful. I mean, it is a really, really tough time uh, since things are kind of opening up, kind of not. Um, Nobody knows, this, you know, Mike. Weird... No one knows. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. We're kind of in this weird place. I felt like it was it, it could be interesting to do a breakfast event. We go to Groundworks on Rose in, in Venice and um at 8:30 a.m. and just to really bring together uh, of like the LA community within the world of consumer doesn't have to be consumer um if you're building an enterprise you're certainly welcome as well but really just build like you know startup ecosystem and try to bring people more together and maybe people can can meet others and and what have you and so we did our first one in January which is really fun Clearco is is going to be sponsoring it so they're going to be paying for um all the coffee and and treats for us and stuff and so it should just be a fun time and I'll be there too Oh, awesome. <laughs> yes, awesome. Because I found it, if I'm not mistaken, via Upstream. Is that correct? Exactly. Can exactly. you talk a little bit about Upstream and how you're utilizing Upstream to rally together the Los Angeles tech community? Absolutely. So like I think of Upstream as kind of like my central hub when it comes to my community. Do you know the Upstream co-founder, Alex? He's so cool, that guy. <laughs> oh, I love him. I love him. Okay, cool. So like I met Alex through like one of my high school friends. So I was like doing this podcast. Amar and I go way back. And Amar was like, dude, you like, whatever you do, you like gotta meet Alex. Um, you gotta meet Alex. And so he introduced me to Alex. Alex told me about Upstream. I thought it was super cool what he was doing. And he invited me to um, start my own community for a consumer VC and kind of host, you know, these virtual events where we've been doing like once a month or, or, used to be like once a week and, and and maybe we'll get back into that cadence, but Q and A's with 
investors or founders. And then there's an opportunity to to actually network one-on-one each for five minutes through the app. I mean, I think that, um, I mean, love love your perspective, but I think that the UI is pretty amazing in terms of what you can actually do with it. I think anything that we could utilize that helps us bring together community in a more meaningful way is is really cool. It's It's not you know, jump on any app. It's like, how are we going to utilize this technology to help further serve a higher purpose? And I think you're doing that really well. Like, how can we get involved in the consumer VC? What are you looking for? Are you looking for a podcast guest? Are you looking for more people to come to your events? Which I wanted you to mention, how can we stay plugged into your event series? Great question. So like all my events, I always post them as events on Upstream. So, and that, by the way, it's, it has people from across the country and across the world because it started off on Upstream as virtual, right? Um, with a lot of like the virtual events we do. But now since things are opening back up, like I'm going to be doing a lot more events in LA. And so, yeah, like if you want to go and sign up and then if you go and search for the Consumer VC, you can add the Consumer VC. I'll, I'll certainly uh, let you in. And um, we're going to be posting there all future events. I also have a newsletter as well, which I also post events because not everyone wants to download another app, right? So just in case, I also will keep you updated on um, the newsletter. And what that newsletter gives you, it gives you every new episode. When every time I release an episode, then you get a email in your in your inbox of a new uh, consumer VC episode, but I also will make announcements as well uh, for, for events. So that's how I utilize a newsletter. I feel like my role is to really just try to bring people together and bring the community together and really try to connect investors and founders. You know, one of the other ways too that you can utilize if you're a founder is um, I do have a, a newsletter that comes out uh, bi-weekly called the Consumer Fortnite. It's a private newsletter of just investors. And um, why I say that is because I, I share deal flow. And so if you are fundraising, especially obviously if you're in LA and, and, and fundraising, um, I do have a form on the website that you can also uh, fill out. And then if I think that you qualify or, um, um, and I think that if, if the people that, um, that are in my network, I think if they think they would find that interesting, more than happy to feature you on the newsletter. Um, and hopefully we, and hopefully we can make some introductions. Um, a few times crickets do happen, so don't so don't shoot the messenger. But um, but the hope is is of course just to kind of help facilitate relationships uh, between you know um, founders and investors because it is because even though it looks like you know, oh, there's so much money in private markets. It's still super hard to fundraise. So anything that I can do to try to be helpful. And is consumer VC just you or do you work with a team? Great question. So it's just me on the podcast. For the virtual summits, I do have a partner. His name is Mark Nathan. I call him like Mr. Mr. Austin, Texas. So he's based in Austin and he 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 does a lot of networking and kind of bringing people together events in Austin all throughout the startup community there. Um, and it also has an awesome newsletter all for uh, the state of Texas. So we collaborate on the summits. Um, we both organize a summit. We're going to be we're going to be doing some stuff together at South by Southwest, which will be fun. We're organizing some events there. Um, but but for the podcast and for, and, and for all the LA stuff, it's 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 just me. Mike, what inspired you to dive into the consumer VC world? I mean, it's your whole world now. How did you become so passionate about this category? I think I've always been interested, maybe not in venture capital all my life, but always interested in consumer facing thing. So I spent a long time in music, um, which is 
consumer facing um, booking shows for artists, also like recording artists. And, um, and I was always interested in, in terms of like, how do you build a fan base? How do you build, how do you build an audience from that perspective? Then I got interested in Amazon and started doing some private labeling on Amazon. Again, also consumer facing. And really it was during my MBA where I became really fascinated of on the venture capital side. And maybe just because of my past experience of these industries that I worked in were all consumer facing, I was much more interested in how to grow and scale a consumer company rather than a um, like enterprise uh, company. So that's really from like the consumer lens and the venture capital lens. I just thought it was so fascinating that these folks are able just to invest in such uh, early stages into these incredible companies. And I, mean, I really wanted to learn what their decision-making process was like, how they analyze brands, especially since now when we say this on the, on the podcast all the time, it's, it's easier than ever to start you know, a company, but harder than ever to build a brand because there's so much noise or so much competition. And I would love to, I this would, was fascinated in how you actually, what actually makes a brand, you know, truly successful and actually can be quite big where you can return, you know, a, a that makes sense for venture capital. Has there been someone you've come across who in the LA tech community who has really impressed you? And I know with the pandemic, it's networking is really strange, but is there a founder or a company that comes to mind that's LA based who, who really caught your attention? I would say huge shout out to Repeat. Repeat are located in Marina Ray. They're a um, Shopify plugin. It helps online brands get repeat purchases for their products, if that makes sense. Mo mostly focusing on consumer packaged goods brands. Starting a subscription business is really hard. I mean, non you know SaaS businesses are really. I mean, SaaS businesses also really hard to do. Don't get me wrong, but non software businesses. Um, as subscription, it's really hard to do. And so Repeat helps you out with their plugin to try to incentivize uh, consumers to actually repeat their purchase. They don't want to be locked in necessarily into a subscription, if that makes sense. But what I love about Kim and her team, I've, I met her entire team and they're just fantastic people. They're starting to do a lot of events, pulling together like the LA community, went to one great company, awesome, met, like great message, like uh, also, obviously, super helpful and, and really helping out brands, but also just like making these freaking cool events. You'll you'll certainly have we to come out to the next one. The they have this. You should connect us. Yeah. Oh my gosh, you certainly do. I will. I'll absolutely hit up uh, Kim. That's that. That's great. They feature a lot of companies that are all LA. Like at the last event, like what you were drinking, it was all like LA brands you were drinking cool. mostly, you know, I love and like that. what you were eating was all LA. So like it's, they're just so great, her and her team at bringing together like the LA community. So you should absolutely have her on. She is fantastic. Love it. And female founded too. Woo -woo. <laughs> totally, totally. And she is also like a crazy story. That's She's so great. cool. We have so many people listening to the show. Is there something that we could do as a community to help support you and your success? What would that one thing be? That's super kind um, to, first of all, offer. I would say, honestly, like what would be helpful is if you do end up listening to the podcast, just honestly, like uh, tell me if it's helpful or not to be honest, you know, and also like what, what has been the most helpful, what, what hasn't been helpful, like really like the actual constructive criticism where I can just be better to help serve, you know, um, entrepreneurs and venture capitalists, like that would be super useful. And so that what I would say would be like my, my one ask. Is there a particular episode that you'd like to point us to that you think is really listen worthy? 
I think Anna Barber's episode, I'm thinking of the LA ones in particular. Anna Barber's was was awesome. It was back when she was at Techstars. That was, I think, a couple of years ago. I think Andy Dunn's story was really inspiring. He's the founder of uh, Bonobos. I think that he is a great episode. I also think the one that came out recently, Joe Cudlow, the founder of Yori, what I think is interesting about that one is because he, he it was his... His company was very inspired by Southern California and the Southern California lifestyle. And so I think that one could also be interesting. Another one on, on more of the tech side, uh, Mike Gaffari, who went to USC as undergrad. We talk a lot about what is the next big consumer platform after the iPhone, right? Because nothing's really replaced the iPhone as like a, a consumer platform and, and consumer enabler for you know apps or or activity. And so... We talk through Web3, we talk through the metaverse, we talk through a variety of different subjects and kind of w- with that question. So I think all four of those could be really helpful or hopefully are helpful. Any last thoughts that you wanted to share before we wrap up? All I can say is that, you know, the LA community is just awesome. Um, it really, really is. I think that it's incredible. I'm thinking about it from the consumer lens, like all the consumer innovation that's happened here in LA is just unbelievable. And I still think that LA, there's a lot of talk about Miami, which is great. A lot of talk about, you know, Austin, which is great. You know, like the, the new tech hubs. I, I just I just think that LA is still so underrated. So I'm super excited to be here. And thank you again so much. You got it. And for the last chapter of our interview into our inspo round, just a couple questions. These aren't LA specific. What book do you recommend we read? Okay, so probably my favorite book, at least right now, I actually listen to it. I try to listen to it once every couple months. It's a short read. It's called The War of Art. Um, Break Through the Blocks and Win Your Inner, inner Creative Battles uh, by Stephen Pressfield. And it's all about the idea of if you want to be creative, whether it's starting a company or just doing anything creative at all, you're going to have these like internal battles and saying, oh, well, maybe it's procrastination or maybe I can't do it. And also maybe these these external battles of people telling you like maybe subtly that, hey, like, why would you be doing that? Or, you know, why are you devoting your time to doing this? Or, you know, hey, like there's nothing wrong with doing it like tomorrow or the next day. And I think that Stephen just breaks it down so well in the war of art and it just it gets me so fired up and motivated every time i read it that's why i read it so often it it is a short read i think it's about like 150 pages or so and it's about a two hour two and a half hour um if you listen to it i absolutely love it for anyone that's looking to become creative and just have some of these kind of get going blocks it's just such a great read Oh, that's perfect. Yeah, that was recommended to me by my mentor as well. Completely agree. What is a mobile app or a website software that is just go-to that wows you that you're like, ah, I can't live without it. It's the best. Mobile website or software. So an app, website, software. I would say, um, hopefully this is not a cop out, but I love Peloton. I use I use my Peloton all the time. That's not a cop out at all. all. Yeah. Cool. I use my Peloton all the time. I think it's so impressive what that company, I know right now they're they're going through maybe a, a tough time, but like, I think that like what, what they have done is absolutely incredible. I mean, I think it's an incredible machine. I, I think it's amazing that I can just, I, that I can just push a button and then like, and then a workout begins. I don't have to think about it. Just a huge, huge, huge fan of Peloton. I think it's great. That's awesome. Best piece of advice that you've gotten in business. I think it, maybe is it, it maybe ties in with the war of art of just start 
you're never going to be prepared. You're never going to be ready. So just begin because you always think, oh, well, maybe tomorrow I will. Or maybe next year when I have more experience, what have you. You're always going to keep pushing it off and pushing it off. I think you just need to kind of execute and just and just kind of start and then just make some mistakes. Those are going to happen. But it's much better to make mistakes now and starting rather than just putting it off and doing nothing. I would say just uh, just start. Progress, not perfection. Yes, yes. What's the best way to connect with you, Mike? You could DM me or, or hit me up on Twitter at Mike Gelb. Also check LinkedIn a lot at Mike Gelb. And uh, yeah, I would say like, like those two channels I'm, I'm pretty active on. Thank you so much for hanging out with the We Are LA Tech podcast. To connect and collaborate with more extraordinary people in the LA Tech community, remember to go to wearelatech.com slash community. That's wearelatech.com slash community. Say hello on social at We Are LA Tech on Twitter, on Instagram, on Facebook. I will see you guys, talk to you guys, hear you guys in the next episode. Bye. Bye. Hey, I'm Mike Gelb. I'm the founder of The Consumer VC, a podcast about how consumer venture capitalists invest and how B2C companies grow and fundraise. I'm in Culver City. You are listening to We Are LA Tech. The We Are LA Tech podcast is hosted and produced by me, Esprit Devora, With help from Janice Geronimo. Edited by Corey Jennings. Production and voiceover by Adam Carroll. Music from Jay Huffman Live and Epidemic Sound. The We Are LA Tech podcast is a wearetech.fm production. Thank you for being a listener of the We Are LA Tech podcast. To support and collaborate with the community, become an MVL Most Valuable Listener at wearelatech.love. Linked in the show notes.